This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, the haunting of Jonah Hill House. The cat who so sitteth in Coverville's lap shall be crowned king. The only turd on Scott's desk. Gotta go home and feed the caucus. <laughs> He's wearing 35 coats. Harvey Keitel's big wiener. Errant sunflower seeds gone the way of the fall. Scorts TV for all your scort film needs. Battlesnake Galactica. Obi-Wan has the higher ground. There's gorillas in our mists. Tom's tech time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I am from the planet Earth. My mission is to destroy a meteor on a collision course with Earth. We carry a very special missile. You can still learn something very important from today's adventure. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, or welcome to the morning stream. <laughs> nice callback to yesterday's show. Well, it stuck with me a little, you know. Yeah. I thought oh, of, yeah. I thought about it a lot afterwards, and I I still don't know where I stand. I feel like maybe saying both is the way to do it, or maybe saying both. Excuse me, not both. Oh. There's no L in both oh. or both. <laughs> I can't. There's no L in both. I can't help it. We put the L in both or both. <laughs> still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. Brian Ebbett over there. Hello, Brian. Hello, Scott. Happy hump day to you. Are you excited for uh, what lies ahead? What lies beneath? Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's going to be a massively busy day. Crazy busy day, but whatever. I can, I'll can. i get through it. I'll get through it like I always do. Uh-huh. And on the other side, there will be a, a slightly easier Thursday. Got Thursday's it. Thursday's becoming the new Wednesday. But oh, Wednesday still a current Wednesday. Yeah. Well, that uh, uh, may we may we both get through these days uh, that are full because yes. they are full days. Yeah. They're full days. Uh, I was gonna. I almost was this close to saying, "Hey Kim, you should stand behind me and rip today's show notes up," but I'm. I, I don't think I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, it's it's no uh, it's no secret what side of the whole thing I'm on, but I thought that was a little a little petty. It's, a, it's of course know. it's petty. It's 100 percent petty. But here's yeah. what I would say. Can I just say this? I'll say this, and this is all we're going to talk about. Since today. we didn't have Tom, sorry, since we didn't have jury, we yeah. can we can absolutely say this. Yes. It's super petty, but the other side suddenly clutching pearls and acting like this is a break in decorum and shame <laughs> on you is the most ridiculous form of hypocrisy I've ever experienced. It in my kind life. of is, yeah, no kidding. It's so like, oh, knock it off, little snowflakes over there. Yeah, is it, uh, little? yeah, <laughs> knock it saying. off because yeah. you're full of crap. Every other tweet of his is embarrassing, and you know it is. So knock it off, and everybody yeah. can just have their own embarrassment. Yeah, it's petty what she did. He does petty. Uh, he eats petty for breakfast. So he does. So he does. So calm down, and f off. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, uh, there's uh, mouse poop on my mixer. <laughs> now, all right. Let's uh, let's clarify. Yeah. Because um, 
there are two ways we can go on this. Are we talking about your podcast mixer or are we talking about your your uh cooking, you know, like the your upright KitchenAid? Right. Uh, this is a good distinction. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Because one is like, oh, that's horrible. The other one yeah. is like, no. <laughs> Destroy. Yeah, I uh, here's the deal. Move. It is absolutely yeah, burn the house down and collect the insurance, right? Like Right. That's exactly. That. Yes. Uh, it is not the food mixer or any sort of food mixer. It is my sound mixer for the show. Now, here's the thing. It is on a great big standing structured desk thing mm -hmm. that uh, should... You've seen this desk, I think. Haven't mm -hmm. you seen this? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the one your brother built. Yes, right? yes, brother-in-law, yes. yeah. Um, brother-in-law. That's okay. He's like, a, he's like a brother. He is like a brother. Um, from a different mother. Anyway, so Wish yeah, brother-in-law like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. When he, I'm telling you, when the zombies come, we're all going to Steve's house. That's how it's gonna yeah, go. Yeah. You go to Mark's. You have Mark around. Mark, you can go there. You'll be fine. Oh, he's so far away, but yeah, probably would. Yes. Yeah. He's speaking got, of wood, he's got a killer set of tools. <laughs> yeah. He, he can get the work done. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, the point is, what is the point? The point is, uh, oh, yesterday I was it's moving some stuff desk. around. Yep. Yeah, I was moving some stuff around and just kind of cleaning around. And you know, you do that once in a while, get some dust out mm -hmm. of there and stuff like that. Yep. And there, sitting on the fader for the second microphone, just sitting there, is a little mouse turd. Just mm. just hanging out, looking up at me like, what are you going to do? And that's no good. That's no that good. That's no good. No. That means a mouse... Some, somehow the yeah. mouse got up here. That's the part I can't figure out. Like, how did it get up here? That's the only turd, by the way. So then I went on a, I went on a mission to find more of them. And that's the only one I could find. <laughs> Scott searches for turds. Yeah. Now... Uh, Carter moved out, took her cat with her. How long ago? Oh, I didn't think of that. Uh-huh. Maybe he was in charge. <laughs> maybe his, maybe uh, mouse extraction, I interrupted it by kicking him out of the house. Maybe that happened. Right, exactly. Like, uh, okay, no more cat. We are free. I'm going to poop right here. Let's. You think he'll notice if I poop right here? I think he'll oh, notice man. if I poop right here. I'm going to poop right here. What I can't figure out, though, really honestly, is he must have been quite acrobatic because there's no way to get up here. There's no like mice, I, mice can do some amazing crap. Like they can whatever they do with their bones to make them like slide underneath door frames and or closed, you know, doors, those little gaps that are underneath the door. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what they can what they can do. That's true. And they always seem to do it outside the view of the human. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm I'm in front of this mixer a lot. So right. it had to have been after hours in the night. No one's watching. I don't know what he's up there even doing. And also to make it dead center of the fader button mm -hmm. switch. Then yep. Just right in right. the center of it. How do they work? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I think he did I think he did it. I'm start I'm feeling a, a personal slight from this mouse. It doesn't feel yeah, yeah, this was like this was directed at you. This yeah. was uh, the mouse ripping up a piece of uh piece of paper behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. This feels like him going just like, Oh yeah? Well take this, you big provider of damp moist places and right, drippings exactly. of food and now the truth is dropped, I, dropped cheetos and <laughs> i probably deserve it because over here is a little tiny pile of uh i swept it up but i haven't put it in the dustpan yet uh of errant sunflower seeds that have sort of just gone the way of the fall right they've fallen mm -hmm. and right. now i gotta i gotta i think that may be attracting the beasts you know are these full seeds or are they shells just they're the shells, shells just the shells make it into the trash can yeah. just the shells um yeah yeah all right mm -hmm. i get what i deserve is what you're saying i think it's time to get a new cat <laughs> i mean if i get to choose this time sure that last one was mm -hmm. mean to everybody but i get a new one yeah. that's cool 
when the cat. kids move out and Remus goes with them, uh, obviously it'll be a, a sad day in in uh, Covertown here. Mm-hmm. But um, my I'm proposing that while Inara is used to another cat being around, we don't sit on our laurels, rest on our laurels, and and wait for her to to reclaim her dominance as the as the alpha animal in the house. Sorry, Daisy, but Inara is the alpha animal in the house. You want a kitty, and you want a full grown uh, unit there. I want to. I think I want a cat. I don't know if I want a kitten because kittens are a lot of uh, defense. You yeah. have to play a lot of defense. No, don't touch that. Oh, get out of there. No, that's not to eat. No, no, no. no. You know that sort mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what we're gonna do. There's a. There's a. Uh, oh, you're gonna gag at this name. There's a shelter nearby over here on Youngfield in in uh, Arvada slash Golden, Colorado, called Angels with Paws. Oh, I love it. No, exactly. I hate it. I hate so it. we're gonna we're gonna absolutely uh, adopt from there. And my plan is, here's all I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just walk in there because basically it is like one big. They don't have all the cats in little individual um, boxes unless they are unfriendly and can't deal with other cats. In which case, we don't want them. Yeah, you don't want that cat. Anymore. All the rest of them are all running around loose. Right. I'm planning on uh, uh, sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. crossing my leg, your cross-legged style, mm-hmm. and uh, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> And uh, if a cat comes up and sits in my lap, that is the one we take home. Wow. I haven't heard crisscross applesauce since I was like eight. That's amazing. It's the politically correct way to talk about sitting (laughs) with your legs. Yep. Legs kind of tight in and out. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. So so what do you think the chances are of uh, in that many cats? Is there a good percent chance that one of them is going to do what you're saying? I think so. And uh, so if if none of them, you know, crawl into my lap and fall asleep, that's actually how we picked uh, Romeo, the cat that we had before um, Inara. We went to PetSmart and and it was one of those where the Dumb Friends League was bringing cats around to be adopted. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we saw him on, on... uh, online said oh my god he's so cute he gets along with dogs perfect and um we get there and the lady says yeah you know uh not a lot of people have been wanting to see romeo because he's a 10 year old cat he's getting up there in age and and people want kittens these days people want young cats and um we started petting him and he was really affectionate and she says yeah sit, sit down on the floor right there and see what happens sat down within two seconds he was in my lap sleeping oh wow that's great. And and that that was his whole rest of his life in our house. He like as soon as somebody sat down, um, he'd hop up in their lap, curl up and go to sleep. It was the best. He was the best cat. That's the kind of cat you want. That right yep. there. That's exactly. the cat. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, I hope that uh you should do that when they move out. When are they moving out? Yes. It's, you had a date, right? It's happening soon. Yeah, one week from today. Oh, it's wow. uh, the twelfth is there. The 12th is when they take possession of the new place. Um, seeing as Wednesday is my busy day next week as well. Yeah. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to help with the moving. And, um, I want to be able to kind of help them get stuff set up. And, you know, I'm the guy who drills holes in the wall to hang the TV and stuff like that. So, um, I had the I same thing with that. Carter. I had to do a show the day she moved. Um, yeah. we had film sack and then I had another thing. What was right. it? We had something else. And so she, so they all had to do like the moving part, but I helped her. Yeah, I helped her do what you're it. saying. Yeah. They're, they're moving like, two miles away yeah big deal so just come i may miss the trips. like getting some of the boxes over there but i'll be there for for the big stuff and and helping load it in yeah mattress is the worst anyway yeah. uh well that's Ooh. uh that's great i uh i think maybe maybe um kim will kill me for even su- suggesting this but maybe i should look at another cat 
Really? So Kim would be against getting a new cat? Cats are, how do I put this? Not against it. She just wouldn't okay. be all like super stoked about it. Like okay. she already thinks having two dogs is 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 already sort of a lot of work, and it is. They're you know you, yeah. they take management and stuff. Uh, Deckard just antagonized the dogs, and uh, they antagonized her and or him, and so there was like a lot of adversarial stuff going on with the cat. I think she'd worry that that would be the case again, that the cats and the dogs mm. would fight like cats and dogs. Uh, so that's gotcha. a, that's a thing. We'd have to find a cat that was super chill around dogs and that's hard to know right until you bring them home well it is and it isn't like if you go to a shelter usually they say yeah this cat grew up in a house with a dog people had to move and so they you know they were they were moving somewhere where they couldn't take the cat and the dog with them and Mm -hmm. so we know that this cat gets along with dogs or something like that i mean usually there's there's some information this cat really likes to be alone so don't have another cat or another dog yeah that's true that's true last time we got uh we got who did we get oh we got deckard they had mm-hmm. that. They had that kind of information, mm-hmm. and they even said he's skittish around dogs. We're like, ah, skittish. Who need that's that's fine. We can get away with skittish, sure. But they yeah. were always at war, dude. It was like, <laughs> were they really? Yeah, it was just they Dun- never. They never found common ground. Never did. It was like Dunkirk wow. in this house. Boomer was more playful, I guess, and the cat was a little less rough with her. But it yeah. was just a constant hissing, barking thing with Rainer. Just hated each other. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tell me about your Weimfer. <laughs> yeah, so Wimfer did a Wednesday morning. Here's a Wednesday morning film review. Yeah, because uh, I didn't do one uh, over the weekend. I guess I did. We we watched something streaming, but um, right. knocked out two complete categories yesterday, Scott. Two complete Oscar categories. As uh, I am sci-fi in the chat room guessed correctly, we watched the Oscar-nominated short films, both the animated short films and the live-action short films. Mm, how were they? And they were excellent. Mm. Um, they were really, really good. Now, the animation, um, there were five of them. Yeah. Uh, Daughter, Hair, Love, Kit, Bull, Memorable, and Sister. One dealt with, oh my God. It was like, it, it was the parade of depression, basically. I mean, it was the, depraid, the, the parade of uh, saddest uh, animated films ever. One was about Alzheimer's. Another one was about animal abuse and neglect. Here's the one about cancer. How about this one about terminal illness? Or maybe this one about abortion. I don't Jeez. know. Which one was your favorite? Jeez Louise. Is that true? They are all they were all that dark? Man. All of them were that dark. However, um, we had some favorites. Uh, Memorable was really good. That was the one about Alzheimer's. The, the, uh, the animation in some of these is absolutely amazing. Like, you're looking at thinking, alright, this has to be stop motion animation with, like, paper mache but the eyes are blinking it's like no that has to be done with computer generated it just really really incredible stuff hmm. I'm, I'm in already that, you're, you're interesting me in hearing just this can i see this all in one place by the way before you keep going where, where is all this is this um, somewhere so uh amc had yeah. a three-day or has a three-day thing going where um at some of their theaters you can go see all of the animated shorts and what they do is they show the five animated shorts but since some of them are like seven minutes eight minutes nine minutes long they actually show you 10 of them. They show you um, highly commended ones as well as the five that are nominated. Mm, that's cool. And my, there was one that was one of the highly commended ones that I can't wait for it to be streaming somewhere because it's fantastic. It's called Montpiste. Mm. And it's a French one about a couple of rescue guys who have to go to the top of the mountain and save a skier that is um, uh, that has hurt himself. Oh, wow. And it is 
it's like it's all done like 80s action Miami Vice style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can believe that. Mm. Um, it is so good. 3D animation, absolutely incredible. But it didn't make the top five cut. There was another one that's got uh, Christina Hendricks and Chris Cooper doing voice work for it about a um, uh, a woman with a, a hump. Like she's got a deformity in her, her spine. Oof. And it's a lot better than it sounds. Okay. All right. <laughs> Really good. Anyway, uh, so they do that. And then they, so it's basically an hour and a half of animation and then an hour and a half of um, uh, live action shorts. So what we did is we went to the theater at four o'clock, saw the animation, left the theater for an hour, got dinner at the place across the way, came back and saw a second one of the, of the live action. So uh, we actually did the thing. We were going to do the thing that you saw at the theater a while back. Uh, where you saw the guy kind of cleaning out his popcorn bucket. Yeah. Because <laughs> we get a free refill on same day. Yeah. So we got our popcorn bucket, uh, you know, started eating that, dumped it all, dumped like half of it, dumped all the rest of it out after the animation, thinking, well, we'll just come back and get a free refill. And um, we ended up after dinner saying, I don't, we don't need any more popcorn. Let's, let's not worry about any more popcorn. So, mm. so we have this empty bucket that we brought back home for no reason. That's awesome. But uh, uh, the uh, so those are the animated ones, the live action ones. Um, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, Saria, The Neighbor's Window, and A Sister. Um, you may be hearing about a couple of these later on in today's show, as oh. a matter of fact. Oh, oh. yes, okay, uh, in our recommendal section. But uh, some amazing stuff like A Sister is about it's basically about um, oh, super high, ten- high really tense drama the, the woman's working in a dispatch for a uh um a police department this is belgian so it's got um subtitles and there's a woman calling with the pretense that it, she's talking to her sister but she's she's communicating to this person in the police dispatch that she's been kidnapped and she's oh you know, she, like when they fake a call and they're like exactly right yes. okay that's fascinating oh, so good and then the tunisian one was about this kid coming home from working with uh working with isis and his family his dad kind of disowns him and felt really really depressing and sad um and uh but we'll get to we'll get to some of that later on in uh in the uh in the thing but if i'm gonna pick right now mm. and say my my pick for live action short is gonna be this one called saria which is about a Guadalajara orphanage. Okay. Um, based on a true story, but also very sad. Okay. And I think I'm going to say memorable, which is the one about Alzheimer's for the animated, uh, animated one. Okay. Um, it, by the way, if you go to shorts.tv, you can actually see trailers for all all of these, and shorts. it's enough to kind of get an idea of um, of how cool the animation is in some of these. Really We're watching the, the I was hoping shorts.tv was just going to be people in shorts, but you're saying <laughs> shorts. Yeah. yeah. You're saying it's not. Okay. That's fine. Oh yeah. yeah here it but, is. This uh, is cool. I didn't even know this is a website. This is cool. They just do, uh, it's just about the short films. And oh. it's funny because there, there's not, you think that this is tied to a, like a cable channel called shorts TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is a cable channel called uh, shorts TV. So, well, let's see. It says Shorts TV is the world's first and only 24/7 HD TV channel dedicated to short movies. Yeah, but they just mean they just mean streaming, right? 
I think so. Unless unless there is a cable company that does supply Shorts TV, that'd be great. But uh, oh, it is a U.S. channel. It is okay. okay. Live well, schedule. I have not been able to. F- it says uh, oh okay. I need to add it to uh, AT and T, like whatever Directv now became. AT&T oh, here, here it is. Directv is uh, channel five seventy three. So there you go. Shut up. Is this? Let me see. Is this really? I wonder if it's on AT and T TV now. Maybe you already have promise. it. Yeah. The dumbest thing. <laughs> Maybe you have it now. You just never AT&T knew you had it. TV TT now now TT TV now now. I mean, there's an app as well, but I wonder if that means you can watch it separately. I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, I haven't been able to find that Shorts TV HD channel. Do I get it as part of my deal? Oh, look at this, son of a bitch. They do the, so they do the animated shorts on here too. I may have yeah. to get this. I love this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. they have the ad. They cool. got they have an app you can sub to separately. Oh cool. Oh cool. All right. Well, that geez, that seems like the thing to do then. I'm gonna check that out. All right. Yeah. Good, good plug cool. for Shorts.tv. Better Very good than, plug for something I did not even know existed. Yep. <laughs> Scorts.tv. Scorts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spork.tv. It's also very good. All right. Uh, well, that's great. I uh, can't wait to hear more yeah. in our uh, recommendals later today. Yeah. We don't have Nicole, but we have us. and uh, we'll We have us. T- we'll always have us. Yeah. Scott. We'll always have us. And we'll carry the torch. Don't you worry your little heads. <laughs> what uh, would we do without us? Yeah. What would we do? Sha-la-la-la. Without uh, What's that? Wait. Hold on. I can't remember the TV show. Don't say. What would we do, baby? Without, without us. us. Family Ties. There ain't no nothing other Is it Family Ties? It is Family Ties. I think it's Growing Pains. Isn't it Growing, it growing pains? pains? I can never remember. Like One of them's Growing Pains and one of them is Family Ties. Who I knows? I think it is Family Ties. Is it Family Ties? I think it is. Shit. I don't yeah, because then we go, sha-la-la-la. And then we go, sit, ubu, sit. Good, Good dog. dog. Roof, roof, roof. That was the end yeah. of Family Ties. <laughs> okay, it is Family Ties. <laughs> That's how you remember it. Uh, I used to be a big fan of those, like, like oh, yeah. trailers. Was, Show me that smile again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't waste another minute on your crying. Was it him singing? No. No. Alan Thicke, no. Okay. Because he sang, right? He was a Yes. He was a big, big writer. Like he wrote family ties and different strokes themes, but I don't know if he ever sang any of them. What happened to him when uh so wait, his son he, he got really quiet when that whole Robin Thicking thing, thick thing, uh, <laughs> and then he passed away. Uh, right, passed away a few years ago. Right, but Robin Thick, what's he up to now? Nothing, just nothing. Robin Thick is on that stupid uh, masked singer show. Like, oh, well, that didn't go well then. It's it's going very well, sadly. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like it's he's it's very it's, popular. It's the it's the equivalent of uh, you know network all stars. Like the people on there aren't real stars. They're usually like has been like it's like dancing with the stars yes. it's like right. well yeah you're not going to get top tier talent you're going to get yesterday's news and that's our uh, little wayne was one of the masked singers recently well i guess maybe if it's big enough <laughs> all right well speaking of little wayne uh yeah. the world's biggest little wayne fan is on the line but we have to play this first <laughs> welcome to Babel royale starring one Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Because one Brian Dunaway is all we can afford. It's worth two that in the bush. That is the truth. That's right. It's good to have you here. Uh, you, you used to like TV when you were growing up, right? <laughs> 
I love TV. I still love the TV. Yeah. Scott. All right. Yeah. Growing pains or family ties? Yeah. What was like if they're on at the exact same time? Which one would you watch? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Not even a question. Family ties was my jam. Not yeah. that I wouldn't watch the other Growing sure. Pains, but it hit. It, I think also they hit at different times. Like Family Ties was just the right time for the age I was. Right. Whereas Growing Pains was a little, just like a minute after my time where I wasn't really into the family shows. Sure. But I still watched it. Yeah. Plus Family Ties had Justine Bateman. Yeah, and Justine Bateman, I had this giant crush on her. This is the absolute truth. Yeah. But I was more of a Teeny Others kind of Oh, guy. really? What? I'm Teeny kidding. Others? I'm kidding. I'm okay. kidding. I, but, she did, but she did grow into herself, and I, I love the Teeny Others story. I know. It was so like a ever... weird uh, form of gigantism. Anyway, hey. Yeah. Uh, what? No. She was a musician she's and everything fine. else. She's fine. I'm teasing. I'm joking. I just, when you're a kid, <laughs> when you're a kid and you look at the two, it's Justine Bateman all the way. That's who you like. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, of course, especially at that age, because Justine Bateman was a minute older than me so of course I'm going to shoot for the stars not right. going to go for the little sister had, who is younger was, than me uh, mm. but they had an older sister who was like Kirk Cameron's oh you're talking about mm. growing you're That's talking growing about pains. growing pains I'm talking huh? about growing pains well Teeny Others was uh, oh yeah yeah uh, uh, Teeny I mean Teeny Others wasn't on growing pains no, Teeny no, no, Others no. was Family Ties, but I'm saying who was right. the the equivalent was he? age oh, oh. Justine Bateman on Growing Pains that uh, was uh, the one that got in all kinds of drug trouble uh Oh, that one. That narrows what? it down. No, uh, she didn't. <laughs> I think she did. She I think Tracy, Tracy, Tracy Gold. She had some trouble with her she had trouble with her weight because uh because oh, she, she they, had that they too. criticized her a lot on the show yeah. about her weight. Yeah, and she so had she that felt too. a lot of pressure. She so. had that too. She had an eating disorder, but she also I think there was some kind of drug thing. It was Tracy Yeah, Tracy Gold. Tracy Gold. Yeah, Tracy, yeah. Tracy Gold. I felt yeah. bad for her. Things got real messy for her. She was she, really uh she got arrested for drunk driving in two thousand four. Uh, after but rolling her SUV down a California freeway embankment. I don't think, I think the yeah. drug thing you're thinking of might have been an episode of Growing Pains. It might have been. <laughs> it might have been. Actually, this is true. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather be her than Kirk Cameron any any day. So there's that. Yeah, and Dana Plato. I mean, she was the one who had Oh, the, that's the who I, you know what? That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm mixing those. Oh, you're thinking, you're thinking of Dana Plato. Yeah, I'm just, I'm wow. just conflating Night Trap Zone. Yeah. Night <laughs> Trap Zone. She was pretty messed up. <laughs> Uh, but it's nice to see Willis is still around. Anyway, hey. What you talking about? Yeah, what you talking about? Yeah, what you talking, about? talking about, Willis? We have a uh, caller on the line to play a little babble with us today. Hi, who's this? Hello. Oh, Hello. you know what? Caller. That's my fault. Say that again. What's your name? It's Shannon. I'm Kit London in the chat room. Oh, Kit London. Check oh, it out. Wow, Kit London. Sorry, that was Whoa. my bad. I had her, uh, <laughs> had her muted for no good reason. We played uh, games with Kit London this uh, last weekend. Yeah, play date. Yeah, that, yes. was, that was lots of fun. Yes, I hope we fun. hope we see your name in there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play a game with you today, in fact. And uh, Brian Ibbett, though he does it each time, we like to hear him explain it. Brian, how does this work? Well, I could just make a recording of this, but I'll do it live. I'll do it live. Mm-hmm. We'll give uh, Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they just take too damn long to come up with an answer. The winner's is going to go to the other player. Kit, your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a couple of Steam game prizes. Uh, you're playing for X-Morph Defense and Aegis Defenders. A lot of defense and defending and uh, and and defense 
and defense and defending yeah. <laughs> going on in today's game. Yeah, week after the Super Bowl. Let's do it. I like it. That's right. A lot of, a lot of D, yep. but not that kind of D. The no. other kind of D. Yeah, defense. D. Right. Defense. Yeah. Uh, that is what you are playing for. Do you guys know anything about those two games? Can you say whether uh, they're good? Yeah, or? Aegis Defense, uh, or the second mm-hmm. one, is one I have played. I don't remember it, though. I'll bet it's good, though. Okay. I don't play junk. That's all I know. There I don't you go, Scott. Junk. Don't play junk. Yes. This is true. You heard it here first. Uh, but before they can even start, I have to give them a topic, and uh, they can start thinking about that topic. Uh, the topic today is one that I thought of because we're getting close to the Oscars, oh. as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, in the past, oh, I don't know, since 1983. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, nine times have there been uh, act, an actor or actress who is nominated simultaneously for an acting Oscar as well as a supporting acting Oscar. So, like, if no, it was, no, as oh, okay, it's so. even happening this year, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, it is. But so, if, I, so, if I'm it was, not say, so, an example would be like, I'm not going to use a real one, but let's say Ernest sure. Borgnine was the ro- lead role in some army movie, and then he was a supporting air- actor in a comedy, and he was nominated and, for supporting for that. And, and nominated for both. Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Got it. So nine times it's happened since 1983. Um, I will I will allow, I'm, I don't want to do, we could do mulligans, but I'm thinking I want to do a, um, you can request a hint at any time, and I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, the years won't help you probably. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you the lesser known of the two movies that they were nominated for. How's that? That's that's fair. I like okay. that. So right. okay. Does that make sense, Dunaway? Okay. That, that, yeah, I think I think so. I'll give I'll give each of you three hint requests. Three hint requests. <laughs> three hint requests. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So, Kit, now that I've thoroughly confused things, uh, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Um. Pick Scott to win and Scott to go first. All right, look at this. Okay. It's all Scott wow. all the time today. Let's do this. Okay. Can I? So, right, are current nominations eligible? Yes, they are. That's what you. Yeah, that's what you said, right? This this oh, year current. we have. We do have one this yeah, year, and and it is uh, right. up for up for picks. All right. Well, you... I'm going to start with that one to get it out of the way. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. Correct. Have you seen uh, both of those, by the way? Neither oh, of them. Not yet. Okay. Well, Marriage Story you can watch on Netflix anytime. Jojo Rabbit is now on streaming as of I think today. That's Not the one straight, I. Like, that's the one I want to see. Streaming. I want to see that yes. one the most. Uh, yes. The Marriage Story one. I'm. I. It's not that it's not available to me. It has been. Obviously, it's on Netflix. Of course. I have yeah. been finger on the button about four times, and every time I go, do I really want to deal with this? Do I want to <laughs> have this depressing thing? about marriage and how shitty it can be. I don't want to, I just don't know if I can do that movie. I may, I may but because I, I hear it's, it's great, but man. It's good. It's going to make you hug Kim uh, as tightly as you can <laughs> after you watch it. <laughs> I just don't know if I need that in my life. But anyway, but, all right. Uh, we'll see. Laura Dern's really good in in, uh, in Marriage Story. But yeah, I would say if you had to pick one, absolutely spend the three ninety nine or whatever it is to rent Jojo Rabbit and watch it before the Oscars. All right, sweet. I'm in. Fantastic. Okay. Sweet. 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 Okay, so they, let me review the question again, make sure I got it right. So, actor who uh, was nominated during the same year for Best Supporting Actor as well as Actor 
Obviously, it doesn't have to be the same movie. Right. Correct. As a matter of fact, it's only been the same movie once ever in history. And that one was in 1944. I don't expect you to remember Barry Fitzgerald, who was nominated for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor for Going My Way. Is that really? Right. Wow. That's really true. And then they said, yeah, this is never going to happen again. We're making a rule that this can't happen again. All right. There's only one that I can even really remember. Oh no! Oh, say that only one. because only because of all the jokes that ensued. So I, yeah, I know Jamie Fox did say that one, one year for Ray. Yeah, Jamie Fox. And... Say that one. Yeah. Oh, save it. Why? What? No, no, said I said say, say that one. Yeah. Say oh, it. say that one. Yeah, I am saying that one. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I know. Okay, I thought you were I thought you were fishing, and I was just gonna say, no, you got a fish on the line. Take it. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, does he have to uh, say the Fox, movies? He doesn't, he doesn't have, have to say. He doesn't the movies. have to name the movies. Right. No, just yeah. the just the actor. Um, yeah, it was a movie with Tom Cruise or something. What was that? Stupid exactly movie? what it was. It was a movie where what he was, was right. Exactly where he was way more prominent than Tom Cruise. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Collateral is a, a great movie, but I'll say this. Okay, so Michael Mann's a great director, great writer, great all that stuff. He did a really good movie there. That was a great movie, but it was like one of the first and his first, I think, movie that was shot all in digital, and in two thousand five or four or whatever it was. That was shitty looking. It did not. We're not. We are way better at digital digital photography now. We faked it so it looks like film. Back then, it didn't. It looked like you know cops footage, and it bugged it me did, the or, whole time. Or yeah, soap opera video. Yeah, yeah. It really annoyed me. But it's a great movie. Yeah. People are still. It is see a really collateral. good movie. So yeah, Jimmy Fox, two thousand five for Ray and Collateral. All right. All right. Back over to Scott. I'm gonna say one. This may be the only other one I remember, but I'm gonna try. Uh, I remember back in the day. Probably 80s. That doesn't matter, I guess. Uh, I remember Sigourney Weaver got one for the Gorilla movie and one for Working Girl. That's right. Working Girl is in the mist. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, uh, 1989. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. And I can't remember. She won, I think, for Gorillas, but did not win for Working Girl, if I remember correctly. I could have that backwards, though. Did she win for? Oh, I was thinking she didn't win for either, but maybe she did. Maybe she didn't win for either. I love her, though. Yeah, she's great. I have I have fond feelings. I liked it when she was chasing that gorilla and she said, get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> yep. I know. That was a great scene. And then that one scene where uh, Na- uh, Melanie Griffith is uh, talking to Harrison Ford and, and he says, get away. She says, get away from him, you bitch. Yep. Yep. And then she <laughs> hovered good. over the on the ceiling and, and acted like she wanted to <laughs> do right. stuff to Bill Murray. Hovered above the bed for, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Brian. <laughs> All right, so there's two people I'm thinking of, and you know, most of my knowledge is because it's a jokey joke. So I, I always want to say like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio gets nominated for a whole bunch of stuff, and I just feel like he done for a while. He was doing two and three movies a year, where it seemed like he was always getting nominated for stuff, but he kept getting snubbed. But I can't think when he was ever a supporting actor. So. I can't even think of any movies where he was a supporting actor, except for like What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But what yeah. else would have been? That would have been too young. Yeah, it was 92. And the other something. reason why I'm thinking of that is because we just got through talking about growing pains. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And the <laughs> other one, I, <laughs> right. And the other one, I think, because I, I don't think it's going to be him, but I, uh, I just feel like Tom Hanks is always putting out some kind of nominated film. But same kind of situation where where was he yeah. like a supporting? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. unless the volcano got top billing and and Joe got second bill, second yeah, billing, right. yeah, that volcano really was good. Though. I'm gonna, really I'm, gonna was talk, I'm gonna talk. Yeah. 
Right. I'm gonna Don't forget you've got and... hints, by the way. Oh, I have hints. Oh, wait, I didn't hear oh, the yeah, hints part. Your, Where's the hints? Give me some hints. hints. He's got three hints. I've oh, my God. Hints. Give me hints. How did I miss that part? Give me hints. All hint. right. So I'm going to give you your choice of yes. uh, 2008, 2003, 1994, 1993, or 1983. And uh, you pick one of those years, and I will tell you the lesser-known movie that they were nominated for. Oh, interesting. The lesser-known movie they were nominated for. And my options were, again, you said 2008, 2008, 1994, 93, 83, and 2008. Give me... Give me 93. 93. Ooh, that's a good choice. Okay. Uh, the lesser known movie that they were nominated for would have been supporting actor for mm-hmm. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Oh, I know this one. Oh, this is a good hint system because if he doesn't get it, I can still get it. Yeah, you can steal. Yeah, it's true. Oh, if I don't get it, the game's over. Well, that's right? true. He loses, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. There are no mulligans. Just hints. congratulations. You've stolen nothing. The only problem with that, and that's a really good hint. Brian, because you're actually, it's a challenging hint because there are so right. many good actors There's in that movie. So many exactly. Good That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking about. Yeah. I was trying to think. Mm. All right. I think I know it, though. I'm going to go with Al Pacino because I saw him recently and he looks like he's put on a lot of weight and he's been on my mind. Hoo That's absolutely <laughs> correct. The other Is movie, it really? Course, yeah. yeah Scent of a Woman, Best Actor. <laughs> Um, yeah. nominated for Glenn Gary Glenn Ross for Best Supporting. Now, is he, did he put on weight for that show he's in? Did you guys see him recently? It looks it's, like he's put on uh, a whole bunch of weight. Yeah, the new one that's on Amazon. I don't yeah. know. Kinda, he's almost unrecognizable. So He I'm, is. I was like, that's not Al Pacino. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. there's a lot of coats. He's wearing a lot of coats in that, so it's hard to say. <laughs> Maybe it's it. hard to say. It's some wintry it's place in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I really want to see that. I don't know what that even is, but I'm... I'm excited that he's in a series. That's great. Yeah, I know. It it's, looks really good, too. Like, all right, so all right. Brian stays alive, and one of his hints stay is now alive, checked off. Alive. All right. Scott, um, you guys can both see the chat, right? I can put the years in chat so you guys have a can see what your Well, we're not are. looking at What? We're not looking at I can at look at the chat room? Uh, not, not chat room. I'm sorry, Discord. Oh, Discord, Oh, I was about yeah. to say. I'm, I'm looking at the chat room. Yeah, we can't look at the chat. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Give me a hint. I'll take one of my okay. three hints. All right. You've got uh, 1983, 1994, 2003, or 2008 to choose from. Oh, that's not as fun of a hint. No, no, no. That's not going to be your hint. Choose one of those years, and I'll give you a hint for that year. Oh, 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 But, oh. You, but you can't use 94, because I just did that. Or no, I did 93. I did 93. Yeah. You did 93. Um, and, give... I'll, and I'll tell you this. There were two in 94. <gasps> Ooh. So if you get a hint, which hint do you get? Uh, you know what? You Give get... me. Sorry, did you say two thousand eight? Yes. Let's do that. It sounds recent-ish. Okay. Let's do th- two thousand eight. All right. Uh, two thousand eight. They got a nomination for the Bob Dylan biopic called "I'm Not There." I don't oh, even know what oh, that is. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, this was controversial. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't think that one. This was controversial because everybody was going after her. Um. It's a it's a lady. Oh, it's a lady. It's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a lady. It's a lady that I think I really like. Oh, oh, uh, 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 I don't remember the the movie, but it's uh, uh, ah, ah! Hold on, hold on! I know it! I know it! Nothing. Catherine, no, shut up. Yes, Catherine, perfect. Catherine. (laughs) Nailed it. Shut up. <laughs> Catherine, 
Catherine. Why is it Catherine? Catherine. <laughs> you could totally do that to him. He does that to me all the time. Please, please. <laughs> Feel free to do that to him. Okay, oh, uh Kate Blanchett. There you no. go. Oh my gosh, dude. It, what's Blanchett. this movie? What's this movie called again? Oh. It's called I'm Not There. She played uh, it was a bunch of people who played Bob Dylan during different phases of his life. And right. uh, Kate Blanchett was the only woman to play Bob Dylan uh, in that in that movie. She was also nominated for Elizabeth the Golden Age was her primary. Uh, and this was 2008. Man, I must not watch any. I must not watch anything in 2008 because I don't remember either one of those. Uh, I'm not there was perfectly named because after the first five minutes, I wasn't there either. <laughs> I stopped watching. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I, like, I think I lasted half an hour, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I might have to go back to it. I like the soundtrack a lot more than the uh, than the movie itself. It was controversial because everybody was, you know, still yelling about Woody Allen. And, I had, uh, yeah, and I had no problem. Oh, was that a Woody Allen thing? Well, I thought it was a Woody Allen movie. Is it not? Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. I might think I may be thinking of something else she's in because she's in some Woody Allen movie, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, Todd Haynes directed that one. Oh, then it's not what I thought it is. Never mind. Yeah, she's in some Woody but Allen Christian, movie, but that's maybe Christian later. Bale was in it, like. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Richard Gere, Heath Ledger. Um, Richard Gere, nice. Richard Gere, yeah. I mean, you know, different, uh, a non-linear. That was, I think, that might have been the problem I had was that it was non-linear and it was bouncing back and forth and different people playing it, playing him, and it's like, oh, I don't think I can get this. Were they all just going me, me all the time? <laughs> well, he didn't start. He didn't start doing that until after the car accident. He was like more, a little more mellow than uh oh i didn't when know he that started out. He, didn't, he didn't do that that sound throughout i wasn't the i wasn't aware of that all right maybe i should see anyway, that movie and see if i can get through it maybe you should <laughs> um all right. all right so scott has used a hint as well all right we Two. still have uh one hit now. i'm going uh, 84 what'd you say 80, i said 83 or 94 or 2003 oh, 83 that don't yeah okay 83 going 83 okay 83 um this person was nominated for the film Tootsie as a supporting. Oh, supporting. Supporting. I, know, I supporting thought I had role. it. <laughs> oh, supporting yeah. role. Supporting role. These are hard today. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hoffman was leading that. He was. But he didn't do something weird. I'm not remembering Tootsie wrong where he was like the headliner, but it was really a supporting role because somebody else was the lead role or something stupid am i no i'm not thinking that right that's uh you do whatever you want you do how you do yeah the only other people oh. i can think i can't think of hardly anybody else i'm losing my mind what's i, I keep wanting to confuse it with nine to five <laughs> i know that's not right <laughs> right but i no, nine to five featured three women who looked like they were in drag <laughs> yeah that's I still do i'm kidding I remember, was daphne coleman in both of those movies you probably can't tell me that can you tell me that? daphne coleman was in both of those movies but uh he was in tootsie probably. i don't remember him in tootsie oh he's this uh tv executive guy the the yeah I think uh, so. right thing. that's a great movie wait is he is he, he is isn't he maybe he's not he yes is. yes he is okay all right yeah he was all i was over trying to remember like i was like he was, wasn't it? I didn't know if it was a Mandela effect of me not remembering. Mid mid eighties was Dabney Coleman primetime, man. He it was in totally everything. Totally was. Right. Yeah. I like him. Uh, he was the Jude Law of the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> man, I can't remember anybody else in that for some reason. I am like every time I every time I close my eyes, all I can see is nine to five people except for Dabney Coleman. <laughs> and I know he's never won anything. There's just no way. So I'm going to go with Dabney Coleman. <laughs> okay, go with Dabney Coleman. It is not Dabney Coleman. Oh, oh man. Yeah. 
That's too uh, that bad. was uh, Jessica Lang. Uh, was Lang. Uh, his love interest. Oh, God, now I gotta go back love. and watch Tootsie because I can't remember. Wait, wait, what's Terry the, Gar was in there as well. What's as, the thing uh, she got Terry a main Gar. thing for? What was what's, main, that? what's the main movie she got? A, uh, her, her, sorry, her best. Oh, actor. main movie was Francis. I don't know. I don't, what's I've Francis? never seen Francis. I don't even know what that is. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Never would have gotten that. Gotcha. Francis. Um, the other ones uh, you could have said Emma Thompson was nominated for both Remains of the Day and In the Name of the Father. The same year, Holly Hunter was nominated for The Piano and the Firm. And then uh, Julianne Moore, 2003, The Hours and Far From Heaven. Wow. The Piano had her naked, and then also Harvey Keitel <laughs> was very naked in that movie. Yeah. Remember Harvey Keitel's big wiener in there? That was a thing. His big Maori. <laughs> yeah. It was nasty. Uh, hey, Kit London, Man, guess what? Man, I want to I say thank you what? for giving those hints on that, because I no way I'd have made it. Yeah, I, I, this, this would have been a tough one. It would have been a tough one for my trivia team, and so I had right. to kind of inject some sort of handicap to make it easier well exactly. and we have another case where kit london's choice to have a certain person go first is what got the win because i was out there was no way that that I, would I, you would you have gotten it from any of those hints like if i had said the hours would you have been able to get julianne more no not even no. close yeah. never even I saw the totally hours i totally forgot that she was in the hours yeah. i remember kidman i forgot about yeah i did most of that and i don't remember the jessica lang stuff at all so i would have yeah. i was screwed so kit london you deserve this win winner winner chicken dinner good job nice job how do you feel <laughs> That's awesome. Here's all you got to do. You got to send an email to briancoverville at gmail.com. He will send you your winnings. And uh, you were just delightful to have on. Thanks for being on with us. Welcome. And thanks for the um, old school questions last night. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll do, I'm going to do more of that. That was totally fun. So uh, I, I, that's true. I saw you in there. So, yeah, uh, more on that later. But uh, thanks for thanks for being in there with us. Kit London, everybody. Kit London. Kit London. All right. Brian Dunaway. We had a Scott great we had a, a great boob show this week. <laughs> People should check that boob show out. It was great. We had a great time. Oh, Highly yeah, recommend it. Was it. So fun. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, sadly, I was the reason no film sack happened. It was a scheduling nightmare, and I had internet problems, and it sucked. So because of all that, we had to push uh, Night Rider to this weekend. But that's happening. Night Rider, yep. yeah, or not Night Rider. Yeah. Sorry, exactly right. Uh, We're watching Night Rider this week. Now it's Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Jeez. Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was. I have so much Oscars in my head. I I couldn't think of the polar opposite of Oscar winners, which is Nicolas Cage and in, in uh, Ghost Rider. But anyway, like, yeah, like like is like is like one side right brain, the other side is like left brain. <laughs> I know that... that's how it feels. But this yeah. weekend we'll be uh, definitely tackling that. We got we have zero reason why that won't happen. So check that out this weekend. The Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Brian, any final words of wisdom before I cut you off? Uh, I, 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 no. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was almost a guy, guy, guy. Yeah, it was. Always. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go capture that because that was very funny. All right, uh, we now do song, and when we come back, we do Tom Merritt. He'll be here to uh, bring us. He'll bring us the latest in tech news uh, this morning, and uh, then we'll do recommendals. So come back for that. Before that, though, a yeah. song from Brian Nibbett. What do you got? Yeah. Um, by the way, this is brought to you by Coverville uh, today. We're doing London Calling's 40th anniversary. Uh, did you know that on that album, The Clash cover three songs themselves? No. There are three covers on that album, as well as a bunch of great songs like uh, London Calling, Rudy Don't Fail, uh, uh, Guns of Brixton, Clamp Down, Lost in the Supermarket, and Train in Vain. You're going to hear covers of all those and more. Train in Vain is the one, one you were saying yesterday that you really like. That's like one of your favorite my, songs. One of my favorite songs of all time, yeah. All right, very uh, nice. So good. Such a great song. Nice. Um, all right, well, let's get to today's... Um, 
today's in the middle because it's also a great song it's got some great 80s boys it's got some 80s drenched all over it and some amazing lyrics uh this is a performer goes by the name boniface b-o-n-i-f-a-c-e brand new song the self-titled debut album comes out next week february 14th thanks to transgressive records and uh, grandstand media for letting me know about this one um boniface is releasing the first single from the album it's called oh my god it is really really good again 80s all over it and and uh some of the coolest lyrics like he's comparing this person that he's falling in love with to the watch that some that fell off somebody's arm and uh and the band that you liked before anybody else liked them here is oh my god by boniface Yeah. <laughs> 
Time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah, uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh, man. No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. Very comfortable. Lay back. Put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the west, the west, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. So please, help me find my commander. He should have contacted me by now. I'll organize a search party. I'll go with you. Your men will be given their freedom. This is the morning stream. It's just what the doctor ordered. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah. It's as if we never left. All right. Let's get all Tom Merity in this. Here, hizzy. In the, yeah. In the his house. Uh, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about some tech. It's going to be great. I'm totally looking forward to it. I'm going to play this now. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man... The man you know, the man you love, is Tom Merritt, and he joins us Aww. now. Hi, Tom Merritt. How are you? Oh, hi. What's up? Hey. Oh, oh hi. Oh, hi. Oh, I didn't expect to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. I expected to see you. Hey, there's two things I'm excited about this week. One, yeah. having Tom on today. Two, mm -hmm. watching Gilligan's Island's pilot, which never aired anywhere. Oh, wow. For this Actually, that's not true. It aired on TBS in the 90s, oh. I guess, but it did not originally air in the 60s when it was made. Right, and there's a different ginger... Uh, there's a different ginger, and she's not a movie star, right? You told me or something? Right, she's a oh, prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Professor and Marianne. And the rest. Uh, no Marianne either. It's Bunny. Bunny. Ginger's Bunny. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Is right. this, and you actually see them uh, packing all that gear onto the boat for a three-hour tour, right? Is that, like, it's the setup for the show? It, well, yes. It's The first part is actually mostly the same as the first episode with the cast we came to know and love. Mm. Uh, but there's a different theme song, you yeah, and you see a longer version of them getting on the boat. 
Oh, wow. uh, like you see the howls okay. bringing all this luggage, uh, <laughs> and and it's a calypso song about everything. Uh, I love it. See, this is these get are the kind on of the boat. <laughs> get on the boat, man. It's yeah. I mean, it's kind of that's you're on the right track, but I really like oh, it man. when the pilots we find are weird and broken and strange compared to what the show ended up being. That's my favorite. So that's so cool. Really I've never seen this myself. I'm thinking of like I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen it. Is this YouTube? Is or, sorry, daily on like DVD extra gotcha. okay. situation, or if you search around on like Daily Motion somewhere like that, you yeah. might find gotcha. a copy. Daily Motion Very has cool. it, I think. Well, anyway, uh, all that's well and good, but what we need to do is get our daily or our weekly take on uh, what's happening on the Wednesday morning tech news. So what's we happening? We need to get our daily tech in motion. Oh, is that what you're trying to I say? I see what you're saying. Yes, I do. Uh, what's going on these uh, days or today, I guess? Well, uh, there, there's a bunch. Uh, public service announcement, first of all. If you have a Philips Hue light bulb, uh, you should make sure your firmware is up to date. Uh, in fact, if you have Philips Hue and a hub, you should just turn it on to automatically update so that you don't have to worry about this stuff. But there's a vulnerability out there that could take over your network mm -hmm. uh, oh God. in certain cases. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which, I, I mean, these things always sound horrible, but it's not going to target every single person. On the other hand, you don't want it to hit you. So uh, yeah. just just go in and make sure it's it's been patched. Just make sure that you've got the, uh, the most recent update from Philips. And uh, there's, a, there's an even more frightening vulnerability for people who have any kind of device with a high silicone chip in it. High silicon uh, apparently has high silicon. has like four vulnerabilities, one of which dates back to 2013 that have not been patched. A Russian security researcher found that. Uh, he's got a GitHub tool that more sophisticated users could download and run to just check if they have anything running high silicon uh, chips. And if you do know you have one, you either want to get rid of it, he says, or really restrict the network access for that. Because those vulnerabilities are not patched. Brian, do you have one? Do you have a... I do. Do you? I have a Philips Hue. I'm actually in the app right now checking for update. <laughs> if you have automatic updates turned on, you probably I have. I, I think I do, but I don't know. I was at the sure, same time. I'm like, I think yeah. I turned that on. Let me double check and make sure. And I have. So. I, I usually turn that on. You yeah. know, it's it's... it's better to have it on than the rare times that like you get an update it's like oh we shouldn't have sent out that update back up back up but uh now uh that that's all yeah, automatic update is enabled. Mm -hmm. so let's follow that up with a baby yoda chaser oh uh, <laughs> all right just to take the the taste of those vulnerabilities out of your mouth uh mandalorian returning for season two in october confirmed by bob Iger on the disney earnings call tuesday nice October is sooner than I expected. I, I thought November, wow. maybe even the holiday, December, something like that. So that is very pleasing cool. uh, to hear that. I assume similar length in season, or did they not get into that? They did not give any of those details, but that's the assumption. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will come to Disney Plus in August, and WandaVision will come in December. Okay, so nice little fall lineup going on there. Yeah, yeah, Disney uh, Plus looking good. Uh, other other Disney Plus news, it uh, had 28.6 million paying subscribers mm. uh, as compared to Netflix, which has, I think, 60-something million subscribers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it is coming to Western Europe in March and will be the top tier on the Hotstar streaming service in India starting March 29th. So I wonder, I mean, I don't think we have this data to say, and also I don't know if you can even count something like Prime, given that Prime is derived from a different service payment, uh, or I guess you can buy it by itself too, but um, I wonder if that puts them immediately in second place 
in the streaming. Uh, I do think it puts them in third behind if you count Prime Video. Yeah. Um, I, I there was a monthly active users number for Prime Video, which kind of helped tease out the people who subscribe to shipping and never watch it. Uh, but but yeah, it's it definitely puts them. Well, you know what? Actually, I say that. Let me take that back. Uh, Hulu reached thirty point seven million. Oh, so it's in fourth behind Disney's owned Hulu. Right. <laughs> yeah, which is just in front of it. Yeah, they're playing both ends of that stick. All right. So um, the, I wanted to ask you this as just a quick follow up. I, obviously, it's not the kind of thing that probably can be handled very quickly, but. There was this big debacle on, on Iowa. Uh, I know you had Justin on yesterday to sort ah, of talk about yes. it. I'm curious if there's has there been any resolution as to what the deal was. Was it just load balancing with the app? Was it the app was crappy? Like, was there a hack? Like, I, I just haven't heard. There, if was, there was not anything. a hack. Okay. There was no security intrusion. This was bad, bad app. app design mm. uh, and likely load balancing. Although the Iowa Democratic Party hasn't given those kind of details. Part of the problem was they gave no details on who was making this or who had tested it before the caucus uh, took place. And they have been not giving out a whole lot of details afterward either. Uh, they said the app was recording data accurately, but it wasn't reporting out all the data. It was only reporting partial data. Uh, and they said this was due to a coding issue in the reporting system, mm. which that could mean so many different things. It could mean that the code wasn't properly load balancing. It could mean that the code was, you know, just not properly uh, recording data for send, even though it was recording it for storage. There was also a lot of reports that precinct workers were just giving up because the app was crashing on them. Some precinct workers were were just going to call in anyway, and the phone lines were swamped because more people were calling them than they expected because they expected everyone to use the app. The biggest thing about this app is that it was done in 60 days by a company that is a political software company mm -hmm. uh, and, and has been around for a few years, but it is not very high profile. So it sounds like they they had a less, perhaps less experienced team on it. I don't know. Maybe they hired a super experienced team. We don't know. Uh, but it was definitely rushed. And they only paid $63,000 for it, which seems really low. Uh, yeah. For something that's important. Something yeah. that, I think yeah. to be from the, same, uh, from the same state as whatever company that was that put together this shoddy app. Boy. They're called I'd Shadow, which is, a, which is, I know there's not, you're not supposed to take anything from the name, but I just, I think the name Shadow's sketchy too. That's the name. <laughs> They're also from Colorado, bad, bad which is branding. what I was getting at. Oh, they are yeah. from Colorado? Oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, bad well, coding, bad coding, Colorado. Bad yeah. coding. Yeah. In the end, I, I, you know, we talked about this yesterday as an unmitigated disaster for the Iowa Democratic Party because the candidates were robbed of their moment yeah. because of this app, yeah. uh, and because of the the lack of the phone lines too. But but candidates are very upset because they wanted to have that moment and they wanted to have clarity. There's, you know, this is a close race. And so a lot of sniping has already happened amongst the campaigns of like, maybe something, maybe chicanery is going on. You know, yeah. I'm going to call shenanigans on the Iowa caucus and that undermines confidence in the whole thing. The truth is the backup system worked perfectly. Mm -hmm. They have paper ballots. They are counting the paper ballots and the paper ballots take time to count. So yesterday, they released something like 62% of the results, uh, and they're finishing counting the results. This is actually normal. What what normally happens is they release an uncertified total that's that would have been the, the total reported by the apps to say, 
this is who who won. We'll certify the results after we're done counting everything and the paper backups are audited and all of that. Uh, this time they they didn't they weren't able to rely on that app reporting and so they just had to go straight uh, to the audit and, and count all the paper records. The other thing that makes this more complicated is Iowa does a caucus, not a vote. So there are three numbers. And in the past, they would only report the delegate count. Whoever mm -hmm. got the most delegates was announced the winner. Yeah. This year, they decided they wanted to announce like how many people had support in the first round, how many people had support in the runoff round, and who got the most delegates. Uh, and those conceivably could be three different people, depending on how you, how it breaks down. Sure. Yeah, no, that's complicated. Plus, I guess in years past, if they're, you know, without the app or trying to go the tech way, they would, you know, call these in. And they had that fallback, but I guess the lines got overrun. And so even... I, that I haven't found out why. My guess, mm. and this is just a guess, is they didn't expect that many calls. So they didn't ramp up the phone bank to handle 1,600 plus precincts uh, yeah. the way they might have if the app hadn't been there. It's a bummer. If you look at it just purely from a strategy standpoint, it, it's like handing the opposition like a, a, a real fun talking point. It's like, here you go. Now you can make fun of this and say, man, do you oh, really sure. want these yeah. guys leading I mean, your country? It, it does all kinds of things. Sure. Uh, you, you're, you've got, you've also got uh, the opposing candidates within the democratic party that can now, if they lose in Iowa, point to this and say, well, I bet we would have won if it hadn't been for shenanigans, right? So it kind of undermines the momentum of whoever wins this as well. So side note has nothing to do with anything, but do you think Caucus is a good name for a pet? Like if you ever had a dog and you couldn't think of a name, would you name him Caucus? Come here, Caucus. No. No? No, because Caucus means a, a bunch of people gathering together. Because the way the Iowa Caucus works, if people don't know, is you actually show up in person and stand in a corner of the room based on which candidate you're supporting. Right. Uh, there are paper records. When I talk about paper ballots, it's really just paper records of all of that. Yeah. Uh, so you could call your all of your pets a caucus. Oh, I see. So a group of mm -hmm. pets is my caucus, mm -hmm. but they yeah. have yeah. individual names. Got to go home and feed the caucus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And if I call it streptococcus, it's a whole different thing. So we're not going to get yeah, that. Yeah, when, you, when, when you've shaved them all, that's when you strip the Oh, you've the stripped caucus. the caucus. Okay. Stripped the caucus. Start, starting to sound weird. All right. Well, hey, fine. Tom Merritt, uh, I'm going to be on Daily Tech News <laughs> Show today with you and me and, and Roger and, and uh, Sarah Lane. It's going to be great. Uh, anything else you want to mention today before we go? Uh, yeah, as I, I've been telling people, uh, March 24th, uh, my sequel to the novel Pilot X comes out. It's a time travel novel. And if you would like uh, to get in early, just go to inkshares.com, search for Trigger. That's the name of the sequel, T-R-I-G-O-R, -R, uh, inkshares.com. You can, you can make a pre-order right now. And uh, March 24th is the release date. Uh, so you it'll it'll be there on Amazon, but you can't order it quite yet. It hasn't made its way through the system and everything. Uh, but I'm really excited for this to finally be coming out. Yeah, I'm too. I wanna I wanna check it out as well. So do check that out. Also check us out today at 2:30 Mountain Time. Details at DailyTechNewsShow.com and uh, Tom's at Ace Detect on Twitter. Tom, have a fantastic day. You too. See you next time. All right. Okay. He's been kicked from the call. Boom. Goodbye. And now we call Nicole. Just kidding. Nah. She's not here. Let's just call Mark. You know. Nicole's out. Mark's available. Mark's available. We do have Pull this. Pull him away from the belt sander and see what he's doing. Yeah, what did you watch recently, Mark? Yeah, what is he doing? Boy, 
boy, would that get under Nicole's skin? We start pulling her husband in to do the segment. No, yep, yo. He's, he's the new guy. He's the new Spagnola who who's available. We're kidding. She has a real thing today. We're kidding. <laughs> she does that exactly. Yes. It's fine. Here's this. <laughs> We're going to do recommendals. Very entertainment focused today. Lots of mm-hmm. entertainment talk. Um, we're going to yeah. continue that with our recommendals. Things on streaming services that we like, that we recommend to you, the listener. And uh, we'll start with Brian because he always starts. Do you have any setup sure. for this uh, clip here? Well, I'm going to set it up with a couple other things really quick. Number one, Jojo Rabbit, as I mentioned, now available for uh, for online rental. Do it. It's, it's you know... A Parasite, uh, Jojo Rabbit, and 1917 were my three favorites this year, and uh, you can now watch Jojo Rabbit online. So spend the $2.99, $3.99, or whatever it is, and and watch it. Nice. Uh, number two, I'm going to make a non-recommendation, an unrecommendal. Okay. Um, even though we're hooked on it, we've been watching Zumbo's Last Dessert Season 2. Mm. They got rid of one of the best things about the Season 1 of that show, which is the Italian woman who was a human version of Stitch from mm. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah who would count down the time. Uh, they got rid of her for the second season. Now it's just Zumbo and and his wife who are, I'm sure they're really nice people, but man, <laughs> they are so, uh, they are, are, are drips on camera. <laughs> like yeah. they, they barely, they don't, you know, it's Paul Hollywood and, and Mary Berry would at least tell you like, oh, this is what's, here's what's difficult about making this dessert. And here's what you've got to really watch out for. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, you know, the flavor just wasn't there for me. You know, it's uh, just it's too sweet, too sweet. Uh, didn't like the mint. Yeah, the, the mint, not not the mint. Mint was not good. Um, that's basically what their what their deal is. Okay. And uh, even though we're watching it through to the end, and they pick the uh, they pick nuts for mm. that show, mm. like crazy freaking goofballs for uh, Zumbo's desserts, as opposed to the the somewhat normal people that they picked for the break British Bake Off. Sure. Anyway. sure. Gotcha. Uh, so those are, th- th- that's a non-recommendal. That's something that eh, you could probably stay away from. Okay. Now let's get to my recommendals. Okay. I've got four recommendals for you today, Scott, Jeez. but they're all kind of, they're all kind of uh, together and let's go ahead and play the clip. All that right. A good time all play. right. Here's the clip. Check it out. Are you ready to do this? All right. Here we go. First, we want to moisturize these beautiful thick curls in the leave-in conditioner will also help detangle the kinks. Now, part all your hair into sections and clip it away. You're doing an amazing job. Yay, you did it! That was so much fun. I knew you could do it. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I know. It's not something it's something that you recognize if you saw it, but you'd have no idea what it is unless you've seen it. That is part of uh Hair Love, which is um one of the uh one of the animated uh shorts that's Oscar nominated. And it's one that you can watch online. That one's available for free on YouTube. You can go stream it right now. It's um Hair Love. Uh it, Hair Love. It's about a uh girl um who has uh trying basically to get her hair under control her dad comes and helps her get uh, her hair under control mm-hmm. um and it's a really really sweet animated film. oh here it is sony animated uh short there you go. oh you know what these guys they uh, same little studio side studio did that one that i loved i think from last year about the 
the daughter who wanted to be an astronaut and the dad oh, that yeah. kept supporting her. It's is it a similar vibe to that? Kind of the same. It's got style? a similar vibe to it. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's it's good. It's uh, I don't want to say too much about it because um, excited. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to put any spoilers in there. But here's the cool thing. Um, that's just one of so all the short films animated and live action that we saw yesterday. There are four of them, I believe, that are available that you can watch for free or on a service you're probably already paying for. Um, Brotherhood is a live action short film. It's the one that's Tunisian and mm-hmm. it's excellent. Um, it's kind of heartbreaking also, but it's uh, kind of a, a, a clashing of cultures and it's really, really good. Um, uh, Hair Love, I mentioned uh but, 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 that's not one kid bull you know if you've already if you're already paying for disney plus mm-hmm. absolutely go watch kid bull as a matter of fact even before you watch hair love go watch kid bull it is a sweet you might shed a little tear um and but it'll be a warm tear at the end and you're gonna absolutely love it it is it is a disney short film that's nominated probably one of the front runners um this time around for uh best animated uh, short, really, really good. Kitbull, K I T B U L L, like Pitbull with a K. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, next one to recommend is the Nefta Football Club. This is my, I think this is my favorite of the live action shorts. It's available both on Vimeo and YouTube. Um, great story on this one, and it'll it's uh, laughable. It's one that's going to make you laugh. Oh, so, good. I like comedy. So one of the one of the funnier ones of this whole depressing group. And then finally, The Neighbor's Window, which is also available on Vimeo and YouTube to stream for free. A uh, live-action short film about a woman who becomes obsessed. It's kind of like Rear Window in short form. Becomes obsessed watching the neighbor across the street who apparently doesn't own curtains. And... Um, she gets kind of obsessed with watching this other family. Oh, interesting! And uh, really, really good as well. So it's worth it is worth seeing. I found it a little bit a little bit predictable, mm. but still really good. So Nefta Football Club, Kit Bull, those would be the first two I say watch. Then Hair Love and The Neighbor's Window, um, also available um, uh, on your on your services. Nice, nice, very good. Four recommendals right there. For you. <clears throat> the fact that you are so positive on this year's shorts, both animated and live, make me very happy. I love that stuff. So oh, they're you know. so good, and they're so like you get through them quick. It's not like I mean, it is the it is the un-Irishman is what it is. Right. It's like I could get through this in twenty minutes. I get a great story, <laughs> some great acting, and yeah. and I'm done. And then I've seen one of the things for the Oscars that I can kind of root for. Yeah, the un-Irishman. I like that. The un-Irishman. Put that in titles, everybody. All right. <laughs> uh, right. <clears throat> I'm going to make a not recommendal as well. What do we call that? we, we got to have a name for it. Not just not recommendal. Uh, recodontal. Recodontal. I thought we had something at one point. Reconodal? The train recommendal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, whatever we're going to call it, we'll be able to get a little vote. We'll get a vote yeah. going. Um, I would recommend highly not watching the film Rattlesnake on Netflix. It really? is. It is a, uh, a Netflix original. It came out around Halloween, I think. It's about a story about a mom and a daughter who are doing a road trip. She's little, a real little kid, cute, cute little kid, but kind of a t- horrendous actor. And the mom is also very bad. And mm. they supposedly what happens is the kid gets bit by a, bit, a battle, a battle snake, a rattlesnake. Actually, I want to see what a battle a snake battle looks snake. like. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Something the Cobra Command has at their <laughs> fingertips. Anyway, uh, it's uh, not... I couldn't get past 10 minutes of it. It's so poorly done. Really? It's just shitty. Oh, bummer. 
yeah, it really bums me out. So don't watch Rattlesnake. That's my my non recommendal. My cool. train recommendal. Train right. recommendal. <laughs> I think that's the one. I like that train recommendal. That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. I also tr- attempted to watch The Master because it's on Netflix. I never saw it. It's the uh, uh, what's his name, Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, oh yeah, dude, what died? Um, with Seymour Hoffman as uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's mm-hmm. and it's also that director whose name's not jumping out at me. And that one's highly, highly uh, regarded. Like a lot of great. Yes, Paul Thomas Anderson. That. That's who it is. Paul Thomas Anderson. Right. I had a. I couldn't. I'm. I'm not saying it's bad. I just couldn't keep going. It's just mm-hmm. got such really? a depressing vibe to it. It just really yeah. just was like, Bleh. all right. Yeah. So those okay. are, that's a semi, I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can make it through it, but here's the one <laughs> I'm going to recommend. And it turns out okay. is very not for certain people, but it was definitely for me. Here's my clip. Oh, <gasps> what the hell? Oh my God. Thank God. I thought, I thought you, my goddamn arm. I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. The dog. Right? You, were, you were so right. I, I, I was so wrong. The one you fed. And I'm tough me and hold me. I'm so sorry, baby. That goddamn dog. That goddamn dog. The goddamn dog you had to feed. Smelled the blood. Did what dogs do. You rode till I hope you shot. Should let you cut up all the steak. Maybe would have filled them up. All right. Any ideas? Ooh. Uh, Marley and me, I think, is what that is. <laughs> Tuesdays at Maury's. Yeah, no. <laughs> Old uh, Yeller. Yeah. Do you, I bet you do know. Do you, do you know? I don't know, actually. It sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not able to pull, pull out a title. Like, it's familiar, but. Well, who you heard there were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who did I hear? Carla Gugino. I don't know how you say her name. Oh, okay. But you know yeah, her from, from stuff. Uh, Lots of things. Yeah, from Sin City and Spy Kids. and Yeah. Uh-huh. She's great. She is great. Uh, Bruce Greenwood was the dude complaining about the dog there. You know about him. He's Captain Pike on your Star Treks and your whatnots. (laughs) That's right. Yep. Um, By the way, he's shirtless for the whole movie. And man, I don't know how that guy in his 60s does it, but he is ripped. He looks so good for his age. Anyway, this is... No, I don't know this at all. This is Gerald's Game from 2017. Oh, the uh the the Stephen King uh bondage uh gone awry <laughs> yes now I read this book of forever ago um uh-huh. it's it's a novel but it feels like a short story it's 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 so singularly focused on this one event that it feels it's oh it always felt like a short story that read long it's kind of hard to explain but anyway I always I always enjoyed it as a book uh not it the book <laughs> the, the the book Gerald's game uh I don't want to confuse things here anyway um, they made a movie in 2017 directed by Mike Flanagan. Now, if that name's familiar at all, you'd know him as the dude that right after this turned around and did The Haunting of Hill House for Netflix, uh, mm, which she was oh, also in. Great. Yeah, she was also mm-hmm. in it. So was, right. um, uh, I forget her name. Uh, the woman who's in the second season of You, which I kind of recommended. Is that Kate Siegel? Anyway, uh, uh, also Henry Thomas is back. Your, your yeah. E.T.'s Elliot is back as uh, is the father of her when she's younger, uh, plays her dad. Right. And in right. a very, very uncomfortable role. My gosh, Henry Thomas, hmm. what are you doing? Anyway, it is legitimately very, very good. Um, it, it captures the essence of the book and does some things that I feel like, okay, between Mike Flanagan... And that Ari dude that did Midsummer and, and Hereditary. These are my go-tos for, for horror now. These are the guys that know how to scare me. 
Cool. Um, nobody else seems to know what they're doing anymore. Everything else is jump scares and stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's a overly gory Bloomhouse. Uh, yes. All of it. Yeah. It's either right. gory or not, jumpy. Not excited for that uh, Bloomhouse adaptation of uh, Fantasy Island coming out later this month, Scott? I mean, I kind of am, but for different reasons, right? Like for nostalgia I, reasons, Yeah. Right? I'm not yeah. going in for like knowing that I'm going to get a true masterpiece of horror. I'm going to go in going, what are they going to do to this thing? <laughs> you know what you're going to getting when you go for a Bloomhouse film. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes yeah. those are good, but I still don't think they're great at horror. They're, they're good at jump yeah. scares. They're good at shock. But this thing is- I really is, need to see Midsummer. That's oh, like, you, that's, you really do. That is- the next movie I watch is going to be that, and I think I'm going to be watching it alone. I don't know. Tina Tina likes the psychological horror, so she might be into that. She might actually like that one. That one is all about yeah. getting into your brain and making you feel like you're going to, that everything's going to go bad. Okay, uh, but like Mike Flanagan is, and he's working on the sequel to Hill House. Uh, the new series is a whole different haunting. It's Haunting of Something Else. Let's see if we can find it. It's called The Haunting. The Haunting of Jonah Hill House. Uh, no. Oh, here it is. Haunting. Oh, no. Maybe he's not. That's editor. I'm looking for director. Okay. I thought he was. Uh, Where is see. it? I'm trying to find it. It's not, he's producer maybe on that. Yeah, he's still involved. Flanagan. What's it called? What's the new one called? It's like Haunting of Something Else. Oh, is it really? Okay, hold on a second. Oh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Bly Manor. That's it. Bly that's Manor. the follow-up. Um, Haunting of Blythe Danner. And he's got a way of freaking me out, but having me really like the people that are in it. Yeah. Uh, that's how Hill House was. Hill House, I had so much sympathy for everybody. And I loved that family and I wanted them to work out and I didn't want them to have all these problems. And at the same time, I was also super freaked out by what was going on. And he does that here. Yeah. He does that and here. And how do they bring the, like, all right, it's a whole different house that's getting haunted. But how do you bring back characters from the first season? Because it looks like they do. Like you said, Henry Thomas, you said, is back in it. No, no, no. Hey, he's in He's in Gerald's game. Oh, he's in Gerald's game. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, up, up until this point, various entertainers from season one are set to return, including Victoria Pedretti, yeah. Oliver Jackson Cohen, Henry Thomas, and Catherine Parker. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And if it's Henry Thomas, that's that's prequel stuff. Or it's it know, has to be earlier right. stuff, right? Because because later he was played unless by he comes Yadda. back as a g -g 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 ghost. Oh, he could because then they the, the final it's thing was go into the red room and become a ghost or whatever. Yeah, sorry, yeah, chat room, maybe. if you haven't seen it. Maybe they decide ah, we're done with Hill House. Let's go haunt another house. Yeah, that may we'll be take that. these new people with us. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's. I really loved that series, and so when I finally came around, or I put two and two together and went, oh, Mike Flanagan, okay, he's making Gerald's game. I should watch that. And it got like 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, that that was well regarded. Uh, and it's great. I loved That's it. Cool. If you want to be freaked out, it's really good at it. And it's got it deals with all sorts of issues. Um, it's got some just creepy business going on and very Stephen King stuff. And he just handles it deftly. I think it was I think it was great. So hmm. do check out uh Gerald's game. Again, Netflix original came out in 2017, still pretty new. Um, he's working on that, like you said, that new season plus something called, oh, he edited Dr. Sleep. So he's got his hands in that, mm. uh, which I still haven't seen. Cool. Have you seen Dr. Sleep? Did you see I that? have not seen Dr. Sleep. I wanted to, I was going to go see that alone. And then, uh, Tina went and saw Jojo rabbit with uh, crazy neighbor. And I said, well, if I'm going to see a movie alone, I'm going to go see Jojo rabbit. Cause Tina's not going to see it a second time. Are you afraid that, uh, you're going to see it and go, that, I could have been you and McGregor. 
So. <laughs> no, because they didn't use uh, the kid from the first movie. Yeah, but you could have eventually been you and I could have. I could have. Right, exactly. If I would have gotten that role today, I would look just like you. Yeah, McGregor. you would be played by you and McGregor. That's how it would go. <laughs> you and McGregor would be me. Would be my life. <laughs> I would have gotten Star Wars. I would have gotten Train Spotting. Exactly. I would have gotten all these great films. All the good stuff. Yeah, I would have dove into a toilet to retrieve a, a, a butt plug pill uh, suppository. <laughs> and uh, wait, I thought it was it was heroin wrapped in plastic, wasn't it, or something? What was it? He went in there to go. Oh, I thought there was a there was a pill that he took as a suppository. I thought that was the one he was retrieving. Oh. Boy, I guess it's been too long since we've tra- seen Train Spotting, Scott. Let's watch it. Yeah, let's, let's watch, watch it. it. So the, just so we can remember what he Let's fire up the, the that good time uh, called Train Spotting. Yeah, because my memory <laughs> is never... he he ate it, right? And then he... Yeah, her- yeah it was a heroin. It was heroin, I thought I he think. pooped it. I thought he pooped it out and he had to retrieve it. He did. Because he accidentally, he accidentally diarrheaed it out. <laughs> I mean... I, I just right now this weird thing's happening well, in my head where Obi- Mandela effect of this horrible yeah. horrible scene from this part. But I'm um, for some reason I'm picturing Obi Wan Kenobi in the scene, like I'm picturing him as Obi Wan. <laughs> Anakin, guard the door. I'm going to try and retrieve the pill. I'm not sure I can retrieve the pill. I don't know how he sounds. Anakin, I've got the higher ground. <laughs> Let me get my suppository. Yeah, that uh, Greg, Greg for Walk was right. Did you that, by the way? No, I never did see the, what's it called? The T2 is sadly T2. what it was called. And yeah. I, it was all right. I heard people liked it, right? Was yeah, it- I want to see it. I re- I did actually really like Train Spotting, but, and I'm 100% in agreement with you and Greg for Walkman that the baby in the ceiling was extremely freaky. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that if you like freaky, Gerald's game, get it. Okay. All right. It's very oh. well done. Uh, all right. And Bruce, Bruce Greenwood is a hell of an actor. He's great. Oh, he's great. Yeah. And he's a good, he has a great voice. He does Batman now in a lot of the cartoons when uh, what's his name can't, he does them. Does mm-hmm. a very good job there. And now, does yeah. he, does he have to sit still for a lot of Gerald's game? Like sit really, really, really still. I know the, <laughs> the story from the book. <laughs> well, I don't want to give it away, but you know how in the book she starts, she, after she gets dehydrated and she's been there for a few days and, and she's yeah. all kind of strangled out, she can't. Just, just she kind of starts to go crazy yeah yeah so he gets to be he does a ton because he's in the hallucinations yeah and and another version of her talks to her plus bruce greenwood's always talking to her it's all in her head of course but then you have to toward the end you ask is it in their head like there is some that game that movie plays games with you it's pretty good no is she naked for uh never never naked okay all right she's a never nude and he's not she's nude not either. Never, she's not a never nude. I've seen Sin City. Oh. She's not a never nude. Oh, right. She she had some nude in there. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured, like, uh, based on what this story is about, again, remembering the book, mm-hmm. like, okay, this seems like an uncomfortable role for a an actress to play. Yeah, she's in a slip the whole time. Gotcha. Uh, and he's in his little tidy, tidy little shorts. Gotcha. Uh, okay. But, man, Bruce Greenwood buff mother scratcher don't know when he works out but it's working for him <laughs> he's got the same guy as uh um oh now i can't remember his name camille nanjani from uh, uh yeah. from silicon valley yeah, uh, yeah got the same trainer yep yeah seems right anyway I want, I want that trainer by the way yeah. whoever that is i want that trainer. yeah can that guy come to my house that'd be great yeah all right it's gonna do it for the show thank you all for being here thank you for being here we appreciate it we love having you here all you uh, live people you guys are rad Hey, uh, as you know, tomorrow's Thursday. That means Wendy and Thursday. 
Don't forget, Friday means TMSPM, but it doesn't mean it's for everyone. It means it's for patrons now. So get on that. Head on over to patreon.com slash TMS. And even just for our lowest level, a buck a month. A buck a month. That gets you that extra four episodes a month. You lose that much money when you sneeze. So just just give it to us. Yeah. Ooh, gross. I guess. Where do you keep your money, Scott? Isn't that how Ewan McGregor lost his pill? He just sneezed real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Put the pepper down, Anakin. I'm going to... Oh, I lost my heroin suppository. I'm going to swim in here. The younglings, Anakin. Use the force. Uh, Anyways, so that's a thing. Patreon.com slash TMS. Our website is frogpants.com slash TMS. And you can find everything else you need there. All right. That'll do it for the show. Brian, uh, take us into Songtown, will you? I promised this one yesterday to a person who I believe is on the road right now doing a road trip to, I thought Iowa, but I'm thinking, I might just be thinking of Iowa because jury was there in the caucus and all that stuff. But mm. uh, Connor wrote in, he said, dear Scoot and Brown, my name is Connor. I've been a longtime listener of all things frog pants all the way back to the first year of the instance when I was just nine years old. Oh what? Gosh, dude. Uh, he says, I wanted to request a song for my birthday, actually the day after my birthday. Without getting too political for the show, I work in campaigns and my birthday falls on the Iowa caucuses in 2020. There's a song that's really special to me because it speaks to the semi-nomadic lifestyle of my job. Okay, there you go. So yeah, he is on the road to Iowa. Uh, I heard Dolly Parton's Wildflowers on the day after my first win as I was packing my bags for whatever came next. It always puts a smile on my face. If you could play a cover of Dolly for me, I'd be a very happy wildflower. All the best, Connor. Nine years uh, old. That's insane. Nine years old. He's been listening since he's nine years old. And now he's working like he's all big time, working for campaigns and went to the Iowa caucuses and all that stuff. So yeah. good for you, Connor. That's crazy. Time really flew there. All right. Super cool. So uh, the song is Wildflowers. Now there's the Tom Petty song called Wildflowers. This is not the same song. This was one that was originally done by Dolly when she was with Emmy Lou Harris and Linda Ronstadt uh, when they had their their trio that they were uh, recording together. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And she wrote this. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out, I think, in 1989. Just recently, um, it got covered. Uh, actually, 2013 by Sierra Bogus. 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 Um, Sierra Bogus is uh, she was the first Ariel in the little mermaid on broadway really really talented singer and um still doesn't know what legs are or uh, the word street completely evades her which just blows my mind doesn't know what what do they call them streets huh uh suzy bogus recorded this live for her awakenings album uh, live at 54 below uh here it is wildflowers by suzy bogus the hills were alive with wildflowers and i was as wild, even wilder than they. For at least I could run. They just died in the sun. And I refused to just wither in place. Just a wild mountain rose needing freedom to grow. So I ran, fearing not go when a flower grows wild it can always survive while flowers don't care where they grow and the flowers i knew in the fields where i grew were content to be lost in the crowd 
they were commonly close I had no room for growth And I wanted so much to branch out So I uprooted myself from my home ground and left Took my dreams and I took to the road When a flower grows wild it can always survive Wildflowers don't care where they grow Break it down, Daddy. And Summer. How's that guitar, right? He made it. I grew up fast and wild And I never felt right In a garden so different from me I just never belonged I just longed to be gone so the garden one day set me free I hitched a ride with the wind and since he was my friend I just let him decide where I'd go when a flower grows wild it can always survive while flowers don't care where they grow. Just a wild rambling rose seeking mysteries untold. No regret for the path that I chose. When a flower grows wild, it can always survive. Wildflowers don't care where they grow Wildflowers don't care where they grow Wildflowers don't care where they grow My dad How cool is he? This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Now you know that little boys like our Johnny have a penis. Mm. <laughs>